McLaren and Daniel Ricciardo are race winners again, and doesn't that sound good? Welcome to, to the first ever Winchy Waffle podcast, because, you know, I like a waffle. As does the person joining me today, my good friend Tice, how are you, sir? I'm fine, I'm fine. Very good, very good. Well, the race wasn't that exciting, was it? No, it was boring as hell. Uh, I think it's the worst race of the year, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Portimao, Monaco, they were way more exciting than this. Uh, yeah. Course, I'd say... Spain. <laughs> uh, seriously, I think it's probably second best after Hungary. Like, you'd have to say result-wise, oh, yeah. definitely. But uh, I reckon that's why it's say second best. Yeah, I think like this was a bigger surprise. Like The pace that McLaren showed, like even on Friday... They were like they were pretty quick, and I think it was pretty surprising that McLaren was on top. Look, they weren't the fastest car, but they did a really good job. Yeah, we all expect them to be quick at Monza because their car seems to be very good in a straight line. Like it's obviously quite slippery, but before I thought like third and fourth, fourth and fifth maybe not a one-two, not the first team to get a one-two this season, and the first team to get a one-two since Imola last year. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like, I I thought like maybe Norris could could be able to get a podium, like, but it was already known that Bottas would get an engine penalty and would be tough for him. And you never know what Perez is gonna do. And I think he's also one of the guys that disappointed me the most. Like, that's the reason Red Bull got him, and he did it pretty well in Baku to get like the win after Max taken out and Lewis made a mistake. He didn't get taken out, but he he went out with a puncture. (laughs) But I think he showed again that the car isn't easy to drive and that Max is doing a really good job in that Red Bull. Yeah, well, the Red Bull, we always say that it's it's made for him, but hopefully next year, because apparently Checo's going to have a bit more input on the car, car and how it handles, hopefully. Maybe like Ricardo, I know this race went pretty well for him, but hopefully next year Ricardo has a bit more of a say in the McLaren. Yeah, I I think like it's weird because at the beginning of the season, Daniel was mostly complaining about the brakes, and uh, Monza has a, a track where you need to be pretty good on the brakes. We saw it a few years ago where he did a lot of sends on like other people from pretty far back in the Red Bull. I think it was twenty eighteen. Which is highlight like them vulnerable. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect him. I, I was like, oh, he's going to have a hard time because he has problems with braking in the McLaren. But it seems like also last week, he was pretty, pretty well. He wasn't as close to Norris as he was this weekend, even on Friday. But he was pretty close and he's getting closer and closer. So I think Norris will have a hard time next year. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have it all his own way. People said that Lando was going to get demolished this year, which uh, aged well. But it's nice to see, like he wasn't disappointed about coming second either. It seemed. Yeah, I, th- I think it aged uh, as well as saying like Mick Schumacher will get beaten by Mazepin at the beginning of the season. I, th- I think that got aged well. <laughs> oh. The 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 send uh, that Mazepin did like uh, I I don't know why. Like, he was driving pretty well, but sometimes he just does stupid things. 
I'm talking about doing something that I wasn't smart. Antonio Giovinazzi at the start. Oh man, the, where is the guy's luck? <laughs> he, he's Yano truly. Yeah, he does amazing qualifying, and then I mean, he, he's Italian, oh, so fair. Just his inspiration, but I don't know. It's just, it's really unfortunate because, like, you hear about Joe getting the seat and maybe, like, I'd want Paul Chair, but I don't think it will happen this year. Yeah, I've heard a lot of names. It is, he's like, he does a massive amount to help his case, and then the next day, <laughs> we'll just like completely invalidate him. That, that's, that's like Spa a few years ago. Well, even last year, but the year before, where you're like a pretty good race, and then on the last laps he, he crashes. <laughs> he was a P10, and then on the last lap he crashed, crashed out of the race. And last year as well on the Spa, he crashed. But I think it is he's good, but he isn't quite common. Uh, you won't get that reference, will yeah. you? What'd you say? Um, it's good, but it's not quite Carling. I don't think you'll get that reference. No. Oh, so obviously uh, we have a vehicle calling in, in the adverts. Like they, someone would just do something outrageous, and they would go, "It's good, but it's not quite calling." And then just drink the beer. <laughs> oh wow! Do you think McLaren can challenge for wins like regularly? Like, say, Red Bull and Mercedes are firing on all cylinders at races. Uh, do you think McLaren can win next year on pace? I, I hope they can win next year, because the thing is. Uh, Development-wise, I don't know how. Like, they did a pretty good job this year without like going crazy in development. But I don't know how much effort they put in next year's car. Like, I hope, and the same thing for Ferrari. I hope they're back next year. I hope there will be like four teams that are able to fight for the championship. But I think, like, if you look at 2009 when there were massive rule changes, and in 2014 when there were massive rule changes. It wasn't that four teams were able to win. In 2009, it was more because Braun wasn't able to develop the car. But in 2014, there were big rule changes, and then Mercedes just dominated. And in the three races, they didn't dominate. Daniel won. And I think Daniel isn't the, fa- isn't the fastest driver, but he's a really... He's like Perez was in the Force India, just being there at the right moment, the right time. And I think that showed yesterday. Uh, he, he was there, and then he was able to finish it because he also knows how to win. Yeah, I mean, he's done it seven times before. It was just so nice seeing the number eight finally next to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, just so, just to get an idea of this. Um, we were both ten years old when McLaren last won a race. It's it's insane. And we were eight when they last <laughs> yeah. got a one-two. Actually, I think I was still seven, like one week off being eight years old when they last got. A yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say. It. Oh my god! But I said to Adam yesterday. Like it's it's weird. It's such a a brand in F one with amazing heritage, and then it's weird that they haven't won in nine years. It's so weird, and I think it's good for a sport that they've won. And I, I can say like, uh, 
now the next <laughs> next team that has to win is Williams, but I don't see that coming soon. But I also didn't see Alpine winning this year, so <laughs> maybe an Oz will win this year. You never know. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Williams are only three tenths off winning in Spa. I think Williams has a really good car. They keep saying like they have the ninth fastest car. Like they're on the slowest, Haas obviously the slowest. Everyone knows that. But I don't think Williams has the ninth ninth fastest car. I actually think I think it's eight, maybe even seven. It, it depends on the track. But it it isn't like also was it the first time the TV outqualified Russell this year? Um I think Statistically, it will go down as Latifi out qualify Russell, but you know how they're going to make it. So every time it's been qualifying and they've set lap times, uh, Russell has out qualified Latifi. They're going to make the wording so it's yeah. It's probably what Sky is going to do, right? And then next next year, the first time he's in the Mercedes and he gets out qualified by Hamilton, this is going to age well. <laughs> I'm sure. Then they're gonna say this is the first time Russell got out. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's gotta be weird. But Sky is weird anyway. But man, that that Williams was slick on the straight line as well. Was fast. Like I think the, I don't know. I think it was Ocon at the end of the race. I was stuck behind, uh, behind Russell. Like, but you can all say like Bottas was stuck behind Perez, but he couldn't get by him. And you would say that the Alpine is a lot faster than than the Williams. Like the difference is bigger than the gap, the performance gap between Mercedes and Red Bull. So, what what do you think of the sprint race? Well, in general, I I think like I don't mind it staying, but only if it's like a maximum five times a year. I think I I don't think it can yeah. be the, I don't think it can be the regular. No, like I think it it's good. To, like for one, for a few things, it's good. Like it can shake up the grid, but it also means like look at Gasly. Like his whole weekend was ruined by by what by a tiny error in turn one in his front wing, and then his whole weekend was ruined. Yeah, uh, and I think yeah, gone. As I say, Friday is a lot better. Yeah. The the thing that uh, the cars are already in Park Ferme that early, I think that's a good thing. Like, I think even they should do that, like, if they have the normal weekend format. So, three practice sessions, and after practice session two, they have to go into uh, Park Ferme. I, th- I think that's a good thing. I think it because. Was- if you look at like 2016, 17, 18, like Ferrari and Mercedes, they changed so much overnight. Like Ferrari was like three, four tenths out, and then Mercedes came back the next day when they did like a lot of simulated work looking at what they could change in setup and all that stuff. I think it's good that you just have like a few hours between practice one, practice two, and then after practice two, they have to go into park for me. Think that would be a good thing. I think uh, what Scott Mitchell said on the race podcast I listened to this morning. Um, I think it was Scott Mitchell. He was like, "The worst fit part of the sprint race weekend is the sprint. Like Friday is r- really good." Yeah, 
but the, the the sprint itself is the bit that needs the most work or I I think so as well. Like if they say like you also because in quality they're it's a mandatory after the after quality on the soft tire. So I also don't get like the weird thing that people go on mediums in like Q one or Q two. Like I think it's good you how many sets of soft do they get? Six or five? Be honest, I don't have a for, for for quality, something like that. And then you can just use those. And then I think they just have to say, like, yeah, in the sprint race, you have to use soft as well. Like, that would be nice. And then you could also, but I don't know. Like, the sprint race is weird. Like, it's so short. And there's the thing in F1, strategy is pretty important. Like, in the in the main feature race, whatever you want to call it, like the real race. <laughs> Like you saw this that strategy just played part at the front as well. Like Max stayed out longer than Daniel. And if he would have had a good stop, he probably would have gone an ad out of the pits out of Daniel. But I think that we can go in depth a bit more in a bit <laughs> about Max his pit stop and then what what oh. happened after. Speaking of Max, he had a ni- nice cruise to finish, didn't he? It was uh, a very nice uh, control drive, I must say. But, um, During the sprint? Or... Uh, oh, all weekend, he was just very relaxed, cruised, managed to yeah. fi- was it 53 laps. But um, mm. let's talk about so, an event that brought one of my favourite memes ever in the F1. Uh, Bottas says, oh no, anyway. Oh yeah. So uh, if you ever need to make a meme, just go. I think on Reddit you can already find it, but uh, yeah. like the pictures, like I've already seen many memes. <laughs> like it's just the finish being the finish, right? Like it could have been Kimi as well. Oh, he 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 seems he's just like, relaxed now. Yeah. And also, have ne- to be fair, like last year, Bottas he couldn't carve through the field, and he had a way faster car than he had this year at Monza. Like this year, the uh, pace difference was a lot smaller between the cars, but he was able to pass easier. And I think it's also the pressure is off. Like he just wants to win the race. Uh, like he won the sprint, and then he got. Sam to the back of the grid the next day, but he just wants to w- win a final race because he knows this is probably his only chance. Like in the Alpha, the chance is low. I, w- I probably would have said that. I said that at the start of the year for Alonso and Ocon as well, but you saw what happened there and Daniel. Yeah. Is it his best weekend ever in F1? For who? Bottas. For Daniel. Yeah. Bottas. Bottas. Yeah, I think. I think, yeah, a really good weekend. I know Sochi is really good there. It's always fast. But like probably outside of Sochi, it was one of his best weekends. Like, yeah. Except for that he had, to, had an engine penalty and had to start from the back. I think otherwise he would have just driven away. Yeah. Like, but let's talk about the, the start of the sprint race. Uh, that was a, a decent launch by Lewis. 
That's like, great. Oh. Honestly, yeah, you got, it's like every single F1 game start ever. Like, you know, how, no matter how well you can do it, you can yeah. get wheel spin. That's basically what Lewis had. It's it's like the rest are all the AIs and they always have a good start, you know. And then yeah. you're Lewis and you're launching and you're like, why does it still have wheel spin in fourth gear? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was that's and, and, where, it's where yeah. started being ruined. And I think that's also the moment where the weekend got pretty interesting because there were two McLarens in front, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, mate, we're not gonna let you by. <laughs> we're we're here for ourselves." And then I think so. The Dutch comment. I, I watched the sprint race with Dutch commentary. They even said, like, oh, well, Bottas fall back, so Lewis might be able to get third. I was like, what, what's that? That's weird. Like, Bottas, like, why would you say to Bottas, like, he's first and, like, oh, yeah, uh, fall back four places so that Lewis is P4 doesn't even get a point? Yeah, it's just like that. That just shows how the, like the McLaren's all. Or- being consistently hard to pass. I mean, you look at Austria as well, because it's just so quick in a straight line. Yeah. But coming back to the question you said earlier, like, is there a possibility for them to win another race this year? I don't think so. Because there aren't, like, high-speed tracks anymore. Like, the only possibility, and I, I think that's a good thing to say now, like, if F1 goes to Indianapolis, because there's been rumors that, uh, well, first off, they would go to Kota two times, but now Texas, they're not not going well with COVID numbers. Let's say that. Yeah. And there have been rumors that F1 would go to Indianapolis because the capacity is a lot more and it's a good track. Would be sick to run the final corner, kind of like the banking. Would be sick. That'd be a bit of PTSD for some people. Yeah, but they've done it at Sanford as well. Yeah. It's a bit less speed, but I think it's, it's similar. It's less banking as well in Indianapolis. But Indianapolis is like grooved, isn't it? The um, track. The Sanford is very smooth uh, banking. I don't know yeah, what to do with it. But, yeah, like, but it would be. I think there would have a chance if they run like with the oval. Because you need a lot of top speed, be a good track. But I, I don't see them. Abu Dhabi, no. Like even with the changes they made to it, I still think it's if you start from pole, you're gonna finish first. I don't see them getting pole position. Uh, it's no, I don't think so. I think they got everything out of the car. Austria, they were fast, and here they were fast as well, and they did at both races a really good job. Yeah. So, so third in the constructors, McLaren or Ferrari? I, I think uh, McLaren has in the pocket now. Like, it's only 13 points. With the, the problem first for McLaren was Daniel. Like Daniel didn't have the, the trust in the car, and I think after winning, I, I think he definitely would have a lot more trust in the car. 
like it's it's probably good for McLaren that Daniel won. Yeah, it should like, give him a lot more confidence. Oh, it's time to pull the rest of confidence. That's going to dent his confidence. Confidence. Yeah. Uh, but not going to talk about Paul the rest. Otherwise, we're sitting here for another hour. Adam goes and <laughs> and waffles about Paul the rest. <laughs> oh God. Well, let's um, let's move on to an incident uh, that we had Landon Norris shared the track with. Uh, it's just just no biggie, you know. Like it's, it's, it's technically speaking for the championship, it actually isn't that big because it ha- neither of them have scored points. <laughs> so yeah, actually, it hasn't really affected the championship that much, apart from Max has actually gained points when he probably thought he was going to lose points this weekend. Yeah, so that's a weird thing, right? Like, Max gained two points on Lewis, exceeded the lead in the championship, even though they didn't score in the main race. <laughs> yeah, but talking about the incident, I think uh, even without the incident happening. I mean, the crash, not the pit lane. The shit that that happened in the pit lane. Like, even without the crash, I, th- I still think Daniel would have won. So do like, I. he was ahead, and you did see that Max couldn't really get closer than, like, eight tenths. I, I don't even think for a lot of the first thing he was within in Daniel's DRS. I think it was like a 1.3, 1.4 seconds of Daniel. And so if Daniel would have been at after Max's stop, which I, I think he would have, even if Max had a decent stop, how would decent, I mean like 2.4, 2.3 seconds. That's pretty decent for Red Bull. Well, they'd probably say like that's slow. <laughs> <laughs> no, Red Bull. But even then, I, I still think Daniel would have been out and he would have kept the lead. They were like, Red Bull on the radio was Max, like, Daniel's stop was like 2.4 seconds, so it's not that quick. And then they that aged well. Yeah, I think Daniel had like 2.6, 2.9, something like that. And they were like, oh, yeah, Daniel the slow stop. <laughs> uh, oh, let's show you what a real slow stop is. Yeah. Did you hear why apparently they um, it was slow? Apparently, because obviously the um, wheel guns they're not like automated now, so you, they would press OK on the wheel guns and it would send a message to Jackman or something. But because it's manual, apparently it was just human error. And yeah, it was... yeah, it it happens, right? Yeah. Like how many pips pits up to they do a season? Like there's a possibility that it goes wrong. But I think it's good that it's manual because before it was automated and it, it's not anymore. And like, I don't want to see, uh, I think it was like 2010, 2011, like whoever went out of the pits and the tire wasn't fastened yeah. and then the, the tire hit a photographer. Cameraman, yeah. Or a cameraman. And no, he didn't no. even see the tire coming. Yeah, Man, you don't, you don't want to see those things. That was Nürburgring 2013, I think. Yeah. Was never going. So like, you don't you don't want to see those things. Yeah. No. So I think it's good that it's not automated, but you have to click manually. I think that's a good thing. But it Stop. it did hurt Max because he he just came out behind Norris, mm. and like he had a 
what was it, eleven point one seconds pit stop? Yeah, it was. That's exactly right. I think. And he just came out behind Norris. If he had like a two point five second pit stop, it would have been out with like eight seconds of Norris, or probably seven. Yeah. And then, uh, so Lewis was on the hards, which was pretty interesting call. Yeah, and he came in. Oh, yeah, that's, and, I thought that was weird. Yeah, he came in pretty early. I, I think it was to cover off. I think they saw like, okay, we have to pit now, so we're ahead of Norris. And I think that's what they're looking at. And they saw that Max was behind Norris as well, so then they would have been uh, virtually second. Because I think the Ferraris were still, uh, yeah, the Ferraris still had to stop, and a few other people still had to stop. So then he Lewis pitted, and uh, he also didn't have good stop, like four point five something like that. That wasn't good. And then uh, something happened, <laughs> Adam. Yeah, well, we're talking about things you don't want to see. Like, you don't want to see Lewis's head nearly getting squashed. That wasn't very pleasant. I remember yeah. watching the crash. Like, my mum. I was saying, my mum, my mum was down. I went down after the crash. I just went, Ricardo could actually win this race. My mum. So it's like I don't like seeing accidents. So like, it's fine. It wasn't that bad. And then they showed a replay of uh, the wheel literally on top of Lewis. Like, oh god, that, that's a uh, that's not good. But yeah. The oh, yeah. the main thing I'm surprised that that can happen because the wheel was like wasn't straight on the halo that that was a problem like it was a bit sideways with a bit of an angle so it was pointed a bit of the wheel was pointed in the halo so I was in the well I wasn't in the cockpit but it hit Lewis hat yeah my my hot take like I'm an F1 fan now because I have a hot take. Oh yeah, uh, is that the FIA actually have more blame for that incident than Verstappen or Hamilton because they put the sausage curb there? Oh, so so I think this is the first time uh, Adam will agree with Paul Deresta. Yeah. So Paul Deresta said in the this in the coverage of Sky that he he thinks they should remove sausage curb on the inside of corner, and I think he's completely correct. Like. You just have to put gravel or something there, or a wall. Like then the like. Okay, so I think after uh, twenty seventeen, Max one Max overtook Kimi in the on the last lap in US Grand Prix, like on the inside of turn eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen at complex. Like people were saying, like yeah, but it was such a good move. You should allow it. And then you got people saying like, yeah, but if there was a war, you would never be able to overtake. And I think that's the same thing. Like, also at Eau Rouge, like, if you have gravel on the outside of Eau Rouge, people wouldn't take the risk. Like, they know if they run wide, they hit the gravel and they crash. And the same thing in the last corner at Monza, they removed the gravel and put it far away and then they were like oh yeah but they're running wide so he put the sausage curb and then yeah. Peroni hit the, <laughs> the sausage curb and went flying into the fence how that ended well I don't know but, like they're just trying to solve things like they remove something that's oh, this is the, like the best like 
of course, gravel a gravel trap isn't the best. Look at Zand for that the chicane. Like in F3 at practice, they had the red flag like two or three times because they were running through the gravel trap so many times that they put so much gravel back onto the track. But like yeah. you also have to think like sausage curves aren't the best way as well. I think that I think like so a, mini, a, a sausage curve is like a mini speed bump, isn't it? So yeah. imagine you're on. Imagine you're going. I don't know on a down the road. Let's assume it's like 60, 70 mile an hour speed limit. I don't know why a speed bump was beyond a 60, 70 mile an hour speed. Yeah, limit. but on like imagine, a highway. Imagine like you're like you turning on on a car or something or a car. And you hit speed bump and it sends you both like that. That's a that'd be horrible when a road crash is like they're, they're just not they don't they're not necessarily like I'd much rather have a couple of track limit violations than potentially losing a driver. It's simple, but that's just me. so I, I do agree that, that it's uh attracting as well, but it's also. And that's also why I think Max should have gotten a penalty. I know this is going to be controversial, but I think he also has to learn that you can't just send it everywhere. Or, like he said to Ziggo at the uh, the the post-race show, like, what happened at turn three, well, the second chicane on the first lap with him and Lewis, he said, like, yeah, it's a completely different corner when he pushed Lewis wide. And he pushed Lewis wide at Spain as well, and at Imola. And then he, get, he doesn't have this... Like, Lewis doesn't give him space. And he's like, oh yeah, but it's, it's his fault. Like, Lewis backed off all those times, I think four times this season, when Max pushed him wide. And Max gets pushed wide one time, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just send it anyway. Like there's a sausage curb, I'll mount the sausage curb, <laughs> and and that's attracting. But I also think it's like probably sixty, seventy percent Max's fault over Lewis's fault. Like Lewis is going out of the pits, he he can't go to the left because the because of the white line at the end of the pits, he can't go to the left and you're to block off Max. And so and he also doesn't have the speed and going out of the pits, you have cold like. The tires aren't up to temperature as much as the cars that are driving on the track. For me, like for me, the instant is like completely fifty-fifty. So just uh, I, really, I do disagree with the penalties. Like, but it just just basically confirms that Max has taken that new engine at Sochi, which we oh yeah for anyway. So it's not really going to have an effect. But it's yeah, I I I just like. When I saw it at first, I was I was like, maybe a tiny, tiny, tiny bit more blame on Lewis, and then I was like, it's completely fifty-fifty. Like my opinion hadn't changed that much, but it's not like Silverstone where for me it was completely clear cut, cut who was to blame. For yeah, it. this is a lot more equal. But I do I think, think Max. So. Sorry, um, I was just say I do think Max went in with the mindset after having a a really slow stop and that. I'm just like I'm. I'm just gonna send it and see if it works. Yeah, but I also think it's like at the sprint race. Uh, at the at the start of the sprint race, you had the same thing happening with Max and Daniel. Daniel backed out. Like Max 
like went really wide into turn one at lap one. And then Danny had to back off and then was it uh, some other someone else had to back off and then Gasly hit him or Gasly hit Daniel. I don't know if someone was in between them. But like that's the reason why Gasly front wing was broken and then he crashed. So I do think it's a bit like, yeah, you did it yesterday. Well and also like Lewis was like yeah, I'm not gonna give you more space than you need. Like he's battling for the championship. They're both battling for the championship. But I think it's it's just uh it's gonna be interesting for the rest of the season. I think that's the main thing. <laughs> this podcast is not available in the following countries, the Netherlands. <laughs> the UK. <laughs> oh, it's funny, like, like Tice is a uh... One of the only, well, I don't know if one of the only, but he's a he's, he's a um, but not I'm, part I'm of the one of the few, I'm one of the few Dutch people that watch F1 not because of Max. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like neither of our favorite drivers come from our countries. Yeah, like George is my favorite British driver, but he's like my third or fourth favorite, I'd say. Yeah, so. Adam is uh, like is a Sap fan. I'm a Kimi fan. Well, like if I well, it's more like if I'm a fan of a driver, it would be Kimi. Yeah. But I'm more there to watch the sport. Oh yeah. Uh, As am I, but um, I'd probably say it's Seb, then Mick, and then I'd say Max and George are tied third for me. But I'd. It's more just like drivers. I, I like cheer. I like to cheer them on mainly. Like I mainly just watch for the F one itself. Yeah. Uh, so that that's the thing as well. Like the sprint race, it's a, it's a liberty thing, right? Like they want more people to watch it, and then especially from the US and people that are younger, because of the attention span. Oh yeah, that's bullshit. No, I'm, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's bullshit for one. Uh, but I think if Liberty Media and F1 wants more people from the US to watch, I think they need to have someone like the Netherlands has Max, and uh, the UK has George and Na- and Lando. I think they need an American driver in F1 to get more American fans. And I think that's a a problem F1 is facing right now. Like you're trying to get to get uh, a country to watch F1 more. Well, they haven't had a F1 driver since Scott's... Well, I won't say Alexander Rossi, but like an F1 driver that did more than like four races, Scott Speed. <laughs> <laughs> like th- those were the last two that drove F1. One icon. He's a proper ambassador for iRacing, he is. Oh, he, yeah. He represents everything that you see in iRacing. Uh, but God. there has been rumors that uh, Michael Andretti uh, will get a share in Alfa Romeo Sauber. Well, more in Sauber, but in 2023 that it will be called Andretti Racing F1, something like that. Why did you hear that? Yes. What'd you say? Why did you hear that? Well, uh, 
my sources. My sources. Uh, no, no, so, uh, no, no, yeah, but he has ignored every uh, everything. But the thing is, what Michael Andretti is like, he, like the Andretti family, they're they're racist. They're like, if we can go to it, they want to go to F1 already earlier, but it's more the budget cap helps. And I think Gamebridge, if I say it correctly, they would be one of the main sponsors. That's a US company as well. And they sponsor Colton Herta, but he has said that he doesn't want to go to F1 because he can't win there. And in IndyCar, you can. Wow. Talking about IndyCar, there has been uh, other rumors that uh, a certain British driver might go to IndyCar next year. That's uh, Daniel Tictum. I don't know if he has a middle name. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I won't say Daniel J. Dictum or something like that, but I don't know if he has a middle <laughs> that name. Sounds really that, that sounds cursed. That sounds That sounds like Donald J. Trump yeah, will try to be car next year. That's what I think. <laughs> no, Dan Tictum. Uh, yeah. he, he he's, well, he's driving for Carlin now, and I think I saw earlier today as well that he said, like, I threw away my F1 chances. Like, well, if he didn't already know. Oh yeah, Tictum admits he has blown away his F1 chances. That's uh, that's what he has said. Like after being dropped by first of Red Bull for being uh, <laughs> Dan Tictum, <laughs> and then uh, well, has he been dropped by Williams or did he leave Williams? I think he was dropped. I think he was dropped. I think it was dropped because of his uh, him, him saying that Latifi was slow and no, just no, there no. for... Apparently, <laughs> he was dropped. Apparently he was dropped before that was announced. So. Oh, yeah, then he probably said that because he was dropped. Yeah. I don't think he's, like, brain dead. I he isn't? He's... <laughs> I think, no, I, okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't... Uh, I don't no. I he's he's, he's a nice guy, actually, I think. Yeah. But he can he, he can do stupid things. He said that if he was if he do, doesn't get F one, he'll just find a job elsewhere, like outside of the yeah. sport. He probably work at Mackey, won't he? <laughs> like Ocon said, he would if he didn't get F one. Yeah, he'd be working at McDonald's. Uh, well, that, maybe that worked out for Ocon, but hit to me. I think IndyCar would be. I think it would work for him. He's done super formula, hasn't he? But yeah. I think IndyCar is a bit slower, like on road courses. But uh, the thing is more that uh, he's driving for Carling right, Carlin right now. And I think Tiktum has a decent amount of money and can get some sponsorships. And Carlin wants a second driver in IndyCar, so they have two t- two cars, so it's just the one with the the legendary Max Chilton. He, uh, like, to be fair, I don't know where, like, why he's driving in the car. Well, I didn't even know why he was driving in F1, but he probably just has a shitload of money. IndyCar is 
just like it's becoming like all the controversial drivers of the past few years. Like Ferrucci, is he in it this year? No, he isn't. Well, he's done like a few. He's done the Indy Five Hundred, but he's done like a few races. Yeah, Ferrucci, Tickton, maybe. All we need is Kyle Larson in there, and you have got like all the controversial drivers. Mazepin. Oh yeah, Ma- Mazepin. Well, and uh, Ericsson. Ericsson's not conscious. Everyone loves say King Marcus. Yeah, but but uh, but he hit us. Uh, oh yeah, he hit Max and he <laughs> Lewis. And yeah, it was all Ericsson's fault. Okay, Max, we need you to finish above Lewis. Finish above Lewis. <laughs> yeah, the title of the video m- might be uh, Ericsson hit us. <laughs> Probably isn't, but <laughs> the, the odds of okay, the odds of Verstappen having an eleven second stop, then Lewis having a four second stop, and they still come out on track together. The odds of it, that. It, oh man, the, the odds the odds of the race yesterday were even weirder than last <laughs> than last year's race. I think last year, like someone in Scandinavia, I don't know, like Finn, probably Finland, he probably tr- drunk too much, drunk too much vodka. Win. The, yeah, but he he, he bet the whole top three oh, yeah. correctly. He bet the whole podium correctly. That that's insane. Gasly signs stroll. Yeah, but, what I was gonna say is um, that it to me like Senna and Prost at Suzuka nineteen eighty nine, like Senna sent it from half a second back. Like he shouldn't have gone for that move, but. It's still considered to be Prost's fault. Like, so, yeah. like, Max people consider it like, oh yeah, Prost turned in. Yeah, Max is, Max sent it from I don't know if it was half a second, but he sent it from a way way back. But yeah, you can the other driver still has a responsibility in that in uh, that case. So it's not in the in like, the end they're both responsible. In the end, there there are two egos that want to go for a for a spot on the track that. You can't fit at the same time with two cars. Yeah. Like I've, I've barely seen like overtakes happen around the outside in the first chicane at Monza. Like, like in the chicane itself, not like outbreaking someone around the outside and then like just take no. I think the last time I, I think it was like LMP two, but that was like. A pro driver overtook a uh, a paid driver, like a gentleman driver, around the outside in the WEC race. Or were two pro drivers, but that went well. But I only, I've barely seen it go well there. I think Sainz did it to Kimi last year. Yeah, like it's not an easy move, especially in the F1 cars. Like if you just go a tiny bit wide, you hit each other, and then it's over. Or you, you don't have the space, and you're still going for a gap because you're a racing driver, you know. Yeah. That, that, it's, it's it's so. I I won't say it's so unnecessary, or as Bottas has said, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, but it's just bizarre to me, like. All the pundits said it was a racing incident, like including British ones, which uh, apart from yeah. Damon Hill, apart from Damon Hill, but that's because Damon Hill just says Damon Hill things. Um, 
Well, he, he said that I think I don't watch. Uh, I haven't really watched Sky post race in ages, but apparently he was like trying to ask if it was deliberate from Max, which obviously it just wasn't. But I think he the mindset was like I'm going for this move no matter what. But I I still don't. I still think it's fifty fifty. But um, also what was it like George? He like. No one even cares that he got points. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like all the talks are about Max and Lewis's crash, and then then if there are all the talks like, oh, Daniel did a good job, like we did, and then no one is talking about Ferrari finishing fourth and fifth, no, fourth and sixth because. On the track, they were meant to be like not even getting to Q3. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was really surprised about Ferrari's pace as well. Like, they're really good and strong. And not just Ferrari, but also Alfa Romeo. Like, Kubica wasn't like off the pace. Like, sometimes you see people jumping in and they're really off the pace. Even last week, Kubica was pretty fast. And then, and then you have like them doing really well, and then Antonio's crash, no one's talking about that. And then you have like Alpha Tauri that they retired both cars, no one's talking about that, that Yuki didn't even start. <laughs> like, no one remembers that Yuki didn't even take the start. And then no, also, no one will tell you, like, oh, Russell got points again. Like, probably even if it would have been his first ever points. But, People would still be talking about Hamilton and Verstappen crashing. Yeah, it's it's like we said yesterday. It's the meme of the mum holding the child up with like um, F one fans being the mum and it's like Max and Lewis crash and then the the little kid floating, which be McLaren one two, Ricardo win, and just like the the skeleton in, under the sea is Russell points or the Giovinazzi crash. Yeah, it's. But the the weirdest thing, like the championship, like you would say, like oh yeah, normally yeah, because they haven't had the best results in most races, right? Max and Lewis, but still, Bottas is like eighty points behind them, and he's third. That's insane. Although Bottas didn't have a a good race either. So he, he, he in Italy had a, had a good race. Monaco, he retired out of his fault. Baku didn't have a good race. Hungary didn't have a good race. <laughs> but, yeah, Belgium, no, we, we won't talk about Belgium. Well, greatest race ever. Yeah, best race ever. But I think we'll just... Um... One thing to end off, or I don't know if you've got anything else you can put down that you want to talk about. Um, I was just going to ask, um, like people are talking about Max and Lewis needing to calm down and talk to each other, but isn't the whole fun of a championship fight that they're like, going at it? Or do they do they need to calm down? Uh, well, it's a st- it's the same thing as. Like, people wanted a, a rain race and then 
like spa happened and they were like, yeah, rainy shit. We never won the rain race again. And it's like, people said like, yeah, we won the real championship battle, like a real one, like really a battle. And then they collide and whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, they should talk. And like, people don't know what they want. And I don't think like, of course they can talk, but I, I do want to see a battle again, like on track. It hasn't been <laughs> the, the the on track battles hasn't had the best endings this season, but it's it's at least fun to like oh we'll go well this time and same like going into turn one the next race like what will they do? Yeah, it's just I don't know. I I think the whole fun of it is that they are as as long as it doesn't become dangerous. Like yeah, they both they've both. Both crashes have been great. Uh, Max Silverstone was pretty scary. Monza didn't look scary to start off with because we saw Max Lombard, but it was actually, by the time you saw the replays, it's like, probably a good job that we didn't see it live. But he, everyone like, thought Lewis was okay because he was just trying to reverse his car out, but he said he had so much adrenaline that he didn't even feel the pain. Yeah. So the last thing I want to talk about is the safety aspect. So I've, I've seen people say, like, yeah, so the next thing F1 will do is do a closed cockpit or whatever. And like, if everyone's going to go to the closed cockpit, just bring back the LMP1s and make that F- the F1. <laughs> <laughs> like, the LMP1s, they were pretty limited on the amount of fuel they were allowed to use and boost and whatever. And But the racing was a lot better than the F1 now. That would be sick. And then bring back Porsche to F1. Toyota, <laughs> Audi. <laughs> oh, also, yeah, VW sounds like might be coming. Yeah. So there have been rumors that the uh, MG UK H. will be... Or H. It's the H. Yeah, it's the H. Oh, yeah, the H. The H, sorry. The H. The uh, H will be removed, and then AVW branded someone of the VW group would have a deal with Red Bull. Which for me logically would be Porsche. But I don't know. I hope would it's be Porsche. It holds Porsche. Well I want Porsche to have their own team, but I think it would be uh, if they come back anyway, I'll be happy. Because they yeah. did they powered McLaren, didn't they? But for some reason they didn't want anyone to know. <laughs> yeah. Um well, we'll see. Yeah, but just one final thing I'll end this on. The video of the Halo introduction has 9,600 dislikes. Well, that's the definition of F1 fans not liking change. Yep. But uh, if if they haven't realized yet, then why are you still watching? I reckon. Is it double digits? How many lives it's potentially saved you? Not, not yet. It's probably like six. Oh, it's de- it's definitely already double digit. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Like even in the first year, in the first year they didn't put it on the F two, I think. But yeah, the first year of the oh okay, no, uh, twenty eighteen. So like second year of the of yeah, F two, so... but the first year of the new F two car. Yeah, so the first year of the new F two car. Like at Spain already, so it was like the second. McKenna, isn't it? Yeah, 
like it already saved a life and then in F1 the other few times and it in the car even this year and last year like it's not a halo but it's a halo with an arrow yeah it's halo and then an arrow screen in front yeah kind of so yeah I, I think it has saved double digits I think that's good. Definitely. Like maybe maybe not save lives, but at least save big injuries. Yeah, it's like obviously the right thing. Like even injuries like what happened to Massa in at Hungary two thousand nine. Like even those kind of injuries, it has saved those kind of injuries. It might not be death, but it has been would have been could have been big injuries. Is it so that like it feels like the number of instances that the halos preventing have increased? Is that just what we're looking out for them, or? Uh, I think that's one, but also the other thing. I think there are more incidents lately. I think if you look at the amount of crashes, it might be just because uh, there are more crashes at the front of the field. But I have a feeling there are more crashes than if you look like. At like 2018. Now that might just be me. I have a feeling there are more and more crashes. And not just in F1, but if you look at GT3 at Spa during the 24 hours, like the Jack 8 can crash. Like, and there have been like big, cr- like, and if there are crashes, they're bigger, I have the feeling. There aren't like small crashes anymore. It's like someone locks up and then just. Sl- hits the wall like really softly like just barely just scrapes the wall when our crashes are really massive hmm. yeah it's thank god it's here that's all i say yep but i think have we covered have we got everything done i think we've covered most uh probably missed something um paris's penalty paris penalty is that is that no no question uh, I think that's obvious, right? I think that's just a, a mistake by Red Bull. Yeah. When it happened, I thought like there wasn't a penalty in that I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, they actually said that Red Bull was warned. Yeah. So it was... Uh, like, he did it. Oh, also Lance pushed Seb off, didn't he? And Yeah, that was interesting. And... Seb was, that just Seb kind of ruined Seb. He was in the wars, wasn't he? Seb, like he didn't really, he didn't really do anything wrong, but he just kept getting punted and everything. He got pushed off by Stroll, um, pushed off by Ocon, and Schumacher nearly nearly sent him to Shadow Realm. He he was yes. He was having a bit of a struggle, but. I think we're yeah, I think we're done. That was the first ever Winchy Waffle podcast done. Thank you very much, Monsieur Tice. No worries. Thank you very much, everyone. I hope you have a nice day wherever you're watching, and goodbye. <laughs>